This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Egerbo here with John Beeler. The show is all about apps and the mobile world. Everything from smartphone, tablets, smart TVs, and smart cars. We've got a cool show today. Uh, later on, we'll be uh, talking with the folks at TerraCube. This is a, uh, a sustainable smartphone that uh, they're coming out with that's supposed to last not one year or two years, but four years at least, and completely uh, fixable. Like, nothing is glued into it. So you can actually take it apart and add components uh, if you need to. It's a four-year warranty. Yes. Which is crazy. Who has a four-year warranty on a smartphone? Nobody. No one. Uh, but anyway, it's a really cool concept, and we've got the founder uh, on on the phone to talk about that. We'll also be going into our mailbag, taking our uh, listener questions and hopefully answering them uh, on air. And we're going to be talking about a, a really cool feature on some of the new iPhones uh, that have built-in radar that can actually tell you exactly how far people are apart from you or close to you and give you warnings. So great for people with low vision. But it's, it's cool. Or for social distancing. Or for social distancing. And it gives you the ability to scan people's heads. Yes. We'll talk how, how John loves to do that because he's a little strange. But that's a whole other story. Uh, let's talk about some of the app news uh, this week, John. This was a big one for me and uh, a cautionary tale once again for in-app purchases. A BC family almost lost nearly $12,000 when their daughter, over the space of a month, bought likes for her TikTok account, $12,000 charged to her mom's MasterCard. And so this is a a challenge, I think, uh, that people have to be careful with, especially with kids. A lot of these apps now have in-app purchases. So if you want to level up or get extra costumes uh, for your character or extra, I guess, likes in this case on TikTok, you can buy these things. And she ran up $12,000. there's no getting that back either. I think they're going to. They reached out to uh, MasterCard. (laughs) They reached out to Apple. Both of them uh, weren't really jumping to the gun to to help them. Uh, But I think they reached out to TikTok as well, and it looks like they're going to get their money back. And that girl's never going to be on TikTok again. Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so there are some things you can do uh, to prevent this uh, on a lot of the phones now and you know on and they were using an iphone her, her daughter was using an iphone in this case there's something called family sharing and you can actually set it up so you have to have a credit card link to the account right and that's what happened here in this case but when you set up family sharing any purchases made by your family or attempted to be made by your family you can set a setting in there to actually get authorization from you so if that had been set up and if you've got kids you got to do this, right? Because they're probably on your credit card. Uh, anytime they try to download an app that requires money or make an in-app purchase or buy a subscription through apps on the iPhone, they have to get you to sign off on it. You get a little alert. Mom, sign this. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's better than $12,000. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm glad it looks like it's going towards a happy ending, but this is something you got to be careful of. I didn't even know you could do that kind of thing on TikTok. I'm, I'm going to be all over that now. <laughs> I need to get my profile up on TikTok. Okay, some other app news uh, here. Uh, looks like Apple has a special event coming up next week on November 10th. wonder what that could be. What about. it could be. I, I think they're going to show off their new 
computers. And this is a big deal. So up until now, they've been using Intel chips, like all the Windows laptops out there and computers out there. But they are going to be using their own chips going forward. They call it Apple Silicon. And and they've been using this in their smartphones and tablets for a while. Yes. Um, So not a big surprise and leap there, but I'm really excited about this development because this is also going to herald the evolution of the operating systems on both platforms, iOS and macOS. Because they're all going to be using the same technology now. Yeah. So you'll be able to launch iPhone apps on your desktop and or your laptop and maybe even vice versa. But I, I guess for me, it's a different processor. It's not an Intel processor anymore. Like that's a completely different switch. Like how are they going to handle the operating system and everything? Well, they did that before when they switched from power PCs, the Motorola mm-hmm. chips to the Intel chips, but they're going to have to do that again. Yep. But they've already created some pretty cool tools for the developers to make those transitions. And I think it'll be fine. It's going to take a couple of years for the full transition. And, you know, the, the, the MacBook you buy today is still going to work for years ahead. Yeah. So we're going to get that question. I've got an old five-year-old MacBook Air. Will it work still? Yes. <laughs> it's simple as that. Um, what else are you expecting? Do you think it's just going to be the laptops? Well, th- there's been this rumor of an Apple tracking device, not unlike a tile device. Yes. That will use um, basically Bluetooth low energy and ultra wideband so that you can track and find your devices. Yeah. So um, keys. Keys. Skateboards. Dogs. Dogs, yes. Parents. So why do you think this is different than Tile? Like Tile uh, is kind of the leader out there right now for this type of device. They're, you know, typically the size of a quarter or like a postage stamp. You can attach them to to everything. Uh, And there's a huge Tile community out there. And that's what makes it good for trying to track down your lost stuff. Well, I mean, this is something that Amazon's also trying to get into with their sidewalk, right? Yeah. And so this makes sense on the Apple side, all your, basically your smartphone without having to run an additional app, which you have to do with Tile. Because they're going to hard bake that into all the iPhones. Right. And the operating systems. Yes. So it seems like a no brainer. It's kind of surprising that why wouldn't Apple just buy Tile? Because Tile probably costs couch money for Apple. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Yeah, the change they find under the cushions, right? That's right. So I wonder what that'll do to Tile. Well, Tile's done some pretty smart partnerships with a lot of different companies. They've partnered with Amazon, one of the other yeah. companies that are trying to develop an ecosystem like this. Yeah, so I think they'll cohabitate f- just fine. Um, but because not everyone's on an Apple device either. So does this worry you as we're going down this road, John? Which road is that? The tracking road. Well, like we are just so connected now. But we've been on that road for a long time. I know, but it's it's even more now. Well, it depends where you're going to attach the tracker, right? Like I can I can choose to leave my my phone outside of the bathroom if I want to. Yeah, not that I ever do. No, <laughs> but you know, it's within your house. No, but just think about how many times you you use your watch to find your phone all the time. That's probably the best thing about my Apple Watch. <laughs> I know this is stupid. Like, 
this Apple Watch is just an amazing piece of technology. It can me- measure my blood oxygen levels, my heart rate. It can tell if I have irregular heartbeats. I get all my messages coming into this. And the best thing for me is that I can actually set a little uh, uh, button on it. So there's a button on here that I hit and it'll sound off an alarm on my iPhone because I'm losing it all the time. But it's always like within three feet away from you though. <laughs> well, it's black, right? It blends into everything. But anyway, you know, I've got a $600 watch so I can find my phone. Uh, so this has been rumored for a while that Apple's going to be bringing out their own type of tracking system, but we just haven't seen it. Like this been a rumor for like the past year. If Yeah, if not longer. And they've had this beacon technology for a long time as well. So it'll be interesting to see. They use it in their stores. Yeah. 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 Which is great. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how this is going to play out, how well it's going to be integrated and how much it's also going to cost. Like if you have a device with it built in, that's built into the cost. But what if you want to buy these little tracker things to attach to other things that aren't an Apple device? We'll find out. Speaking of Apple, uh, they have launched their Apple One subscription service. This is something that we've talked about over the past uh, month and a half. They made a big announcement uh, at the beginning of the fall and basically they're bundling all their different service subscriptions together. So Apple Music, Apple Arcade, Apple News. I'm missing things here. Fitness Plus. Fitness Plus. And News Plus. And News Plus. So I look at my family. I've, I'm on a family plan because there's like my wife and I and I've got, uh, you know, the three youngins. Not so young anymore. Uh, but uh, so the Apple Music alone, I'm paying 15 bucks a month. And that gets me six accounts. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal, right? It is. I, I I switched to Apple One, the family plan. Uh, it was just me and my fiance. Yeah, but I was already paying for a couple different things, and as was she. And we got rid of those extra things, and we just have this one account, and we're we're still saving money. Yeah, so I, I look at so I had fifteen bucks a month for the Apple Music, and then I had to upgrade my iCloud storage, and that's just a god godsend for me because all my pictures and videos are saved up there. So if I ever lose my phone, they're there and I can just load them onto a new phone or, or computer. And so that storage, um, I got the two terabytes. So that that is great for the entire family. But that was 15 bucks a month. Yeah. So now for 33 bucks a month, 33.95, somewhere Something in there. Something like that, yeah. Um, I get both those and I get everything else. And you get the first month free. Do I? Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, so I get the Apple News. Like, Apple News is pretty cool. Like, they've got the Globe and Mail and Toronto Star. and. But the thing is, you get the news widget with Apple already. Yeah. I haven't really noticed any life-changing difference to it. I can, mean, can I tell you what? it When they, they just added the Globe and Mail, and that's been fantastic for me. Because I'm always going online and I'm clicking on links to the Globe and Mail articles, but you can only read one or two before they want you to pay. Right. And so... This has been fantastic for me. I love it. It's amazing. But anyway, so it's launched. The Fitness Plus is part of it, but that's coming out later in the next month or so. Yeah, maybe that'll be part of the announcement on Tuesday. Maybe. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a cool radar feature on the new iPhones that lets blind people see people and how far they are away. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike and John here in studio. Still got lots to talk about in the program. Uh, in a bit, we'll be talking with the TerraCube folks on a, a new, I guess, sustainable smartphone that is not like thousands of dollars. It's, Whenever I hear sustainable, I, <laughs> I see the dollar signs happening. Yeah, this actually sounds like a pretty cool phone. 
And we'll be reaching into our mailbag, uh, taking some viewer questions and hopefully answering uh, them on the air. Right now, I want to talk about a really cool feature on the, the new iPhones. And this is something I think we're going to see more and more of as smartphone technology advances and uh, starts working its way into all smartphones going forward. But uh, a feature that iPhone, or sorry, Apple built into the new iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Maxes is something called LiDAR. And this is kind of like, would you call it a radar? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the self-driving cars are using this to see how far other objects are away from them. Well, using this feature now, and we'll talk about a couple things that uh, we've done. Uh, one where you've actually 3D scanned my head uh, with... <clears throat> you know, mediocre results. I thought I looked a lot better in 3D. Uh, But for accessibility, so a lot of people have visual impairments and they don't always know how close people are standing to them. So using the magnifier feature in the accessibility section of uh, the iPhone, this is really cool. Uh, It turns on the camera and basically you point it in the direction uh, you want to know if there's people there or not. And it can detect people and even tell you how far they are away from you. And you can get that feedback in a number of ways. You can get a tone or haptic feedback, like the the phone starts vibrating as you get closer and closer. And and if you can see, it actually shows you onto the display the distance. So it's measuring and it has a people detector that it turns on. So it's not just finding a cat or a lamp or something like that. It's actually looking for people, tells you how far away they are and kind of has like, like when when you back up at your car, it has like the you know the beeping yeah it, it gets louder and more vibrant as you get closer to a subject and it works shockingly well we just tried it yeah i'm actually i'm pretty impressed you know and that's the one thing you know as you get older you know you start losing your vision and some people uh lose a lot of it and, and maybe all of it mm-hmm. this is a great way especially during these pandemic times uh if you're in a room with people or even outside uh this this feature would allow you to keep a social distance from others yeah and the nice thing is you just sort of have to have it pointed at where you're headed i don't think this would replace a cane for example for a blind person no but it would at least give you some additional feedback that there's something approaching uh and you can turn on and off the people feedback or people detection as well but oh you can yeah oh wow so it's it's just really interesting that it's all built in and like you mentioned we use the same kind of technology to 3d scan you there's a there's a piece of software it's called 3d scanner app uh well that's good marketing there yep um (laughs) from a company called land labs and uh they've made it for free they they do a lot of those like face swap apps and that kind of thing and this is the same kind of software that they would use to sort of detect a face uh in this case what we did is we actually had you sitting on a on a stool and i walked around you with my phone probably a little too quickly uh, to get a good quality scan but the really neat feature uh, is that you can actually then take that scan data and you can turn it into a file that could be 3d printed or you can make like a bronze bust of me right i may have already done that made a little mic shrine so how did you do this before like you're a big 3d printing guy and you've actually worked with uh douglas copeland on an art installation project that went across canada where you 3d scanned people's heads canadians heads for this yeah there's thousands of people so for that particular project 
I had to use an external scanner uh, and it was using an iPad. I used an iPad as the camera, but then this additional thing, it's called structured light, which, which is very similar to this LiDAR technology. It just sends out beams of light and anytime the beams of light are broken, that's where it starts taking measurements. Got it. And the the one that I have is, you know, quite a lot bigger, so it was much more precise than than what's in the iPhone, at least with the software that's out right now. It's very early days with the developers actually having access to this technology that's in the new iPhone 12. Um, so I can imagine it's only going to get better and it might actually negate the need for this external piece of equipment. That'd be great for you. Yeah, no, because, well, then the the cool thing is I could literally scan anything. I want to scan your coffee cup. I can scan it and 3D print your coffee cup. Like... In plastic. Right. Yes. Not the most practical print. (laughs) um, No, but there, I mean, there's some practical application. Maybe you've got like a a little dishwater, uh, dishwasher part. Potentially, or a car part, or just even a knickknack or even a pet. You know, you could scan your dog and 3D print a a bust of your dog. How else would you be able to do that? It's interesting. So again, this is only working in the latest iPhone 12s, the the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max, because they have something called LiDAR. And again, it's the same type of radar-ish type technology that um, many self-driving cars are integrating. They're not, they're not fully self-driving yet, but that's no, helping them. It's a light sensor, basically. It just yep. senses objects and be, is able to measure it in a fairly precise method uh, way. So this feature, from what I understand, does not work in pitch black. It has to have some sort of light, from what I was reading. The the, the magnifier the thing. The magnifier, yeah. 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 The, the funny thing is, is like my 3D scanner, I can actually 3D scan you in total darkness because it's sending infrared light out. Got it. But the LiDAR works a little bit differently. Okay. Before we go to break here, I just want to throw to our contest again. We're giving away an awesome prize this month. It's a Google Pixel 4 XL. This is an awesome phone from Google. Fantastic uh, camera and stock Android as well. So it's just clean. Yeah. It's probably the best Android experience you can have. If you want a chance to win, we just want you to go to our website. It's getconnectedmedia.com. And if you go to the newsletter tab, all the info is there on uh, how to enter. And once you've entered, you just have to do it once for all of our contests. You're entered in and you have a chance to win in all the ones that we have coming up. And we're giving away thousands of dollars of prizes over the years. So it's, uh, it's a good thing. When we come back from the break, a sustainable smartphone where you can actually replace some of the parts yourself and it doesn't cost you $1,000 to replace a broken screen. Crazy talk. Well, we'll be talking with the founder of TerraCube about his new phone. Back after this on The App Show. You're back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Of course, we talk all things mobile, apps, smartphones, and I'm excited about this next segment, segment John. Uh, we're going to talk about a sustainable smartphone. Uh, we are uh, chatting about the TerraCube. We've got Sharad Mattel. He is uh, CEO of TerraCube and on the line to talk about uh, a new smartphone uh, they are coming out with here for the holiday season called the TerraCube 2E. Thanks for joining us, Sharad. Hi, guys. Thanks for uh, excited to be here. Uh, so much to talk about here. Uh, so the TerraCube 2E is uh, an Android phone, and we'll get into some of the details uh, about it. But uh, how do you make a sustainable uh, smartphone? I mean, there's literally billions of these things on the planet. Uh, obviously, we have to be very cognizant of this. What what did you do to uh, go down this path? So uh, great point. Uh, smartphones at this point 
almost everyone in the world have a smartphone and uh, just annually 1.7 billion smartphones sell globally um and uh, uh, i'm assuming you have a smartphone some of the components that will go bad in a smartphone typically are is battery lasts one to two years and then your display could break which happens quite frequently actually uh and then your charging port might stop working or something and what do people do when something like that happens um if your phone might have a one year warranty it might run fine for one year but what happens after that one year and uh, do you do go to a local repair shop where you are not sure whether there will be genuine parts or not it's expensive uh then there is a moral uh, dilemma whether you buy a new one or you get it replaced uh, repaired uh so so that's where uh with terracube uh especially with terracube 2e now a lot of its parts are repairable replaceable as well as we have a four year premium care warranty around it so if something goes wrong we are there to help you basically the way i think about it and i share with my team as well as if something goes wrong with a customer smartphone that's our problem that's not the user's problem and that's where terracube is trying to be different from every other smartphone manufacturer You you talked about replaceable parts. Uh the battery obviously is one of them and I think if you look at most smartphones now the batteries are always built in. Uh is so to replace the battery on on your phone uh is this something that a repair place would have to do? So with the new phone TerraCube 2e the battery is replaceable. Uh if you were to rewind 4 5 years back you could just for the old phones you could take the back off. So TerraCube 2e is all like that. You just take the back off, the battery will sell those batteries. Uh, you'll be able to pop in a new battery and that's it no screws nothing needed what other parts are replaceable so so other uh, almost uh, for example the display the pcba the usb charging port uh, we have not used any glue inside so once you open it all those other components uh, there's a philips screws in there so you can just open them up we'll sell spare parts as well so if you are a diy repair guy i mean you like doing your own repairs it'll be very easy we'll have instruction manuals available as well however if you are a person who doesn't want to deal with repairs and all then we have the four year premium care warranty where we'll take care of it for you i i seem to think that this particular phone is going to be very popular especially with the diy people because it's so open and accessible and also it's very inexpensive yeah what is the price on this uh, sharan so uh, the msrp is 199 that's that's us pricing the, oh sorry yes yeah. that's the us pricing uh we have the canadian pricing i am i don't want I think to it was that, that'd be about 2 280ish depending on the exchange rate yeah 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 so we have exact canadian pricing listed somewhere i don't have it up front of me right now uh so i don't want to quote something which may not be true uh however so for pre orders it's available for 139 us dollars on indiegogo.com Yeah, I think I saw that it was around 170, 180 Canadian. That's that's pretty cheap for a, an Android smartphone. Um so let's talk about the repairs cuz a lot of people drop their phones and the screen uh yeah, he's pointing to me. Uh breaks. Uh you know, how how much are repairs in general? So uh so we p- uh, put repairs in two buckets at the high level one is the warranty repairs where something stops working by itself um and those are free of cost uh and then there are the accidental repairs for screen which is predominantly the screen repairs uh, the screen breaks something drops or something so those are 
again i'm missing out on the canadian pricing uh in in us dollar terms we are charging 59 us dollars okay that's cheap that's dirt cheap yeah <laughs> and, and, and sorry to interrupt you that includes parts labor and shipping that's cheap yeah cuz if i've ever had to replace a smartphone screen like on my uh you know i've got a few smartphones but on like my iphone i broke it one time it was hundreds of dollars yeah i had to sell one of my kids <laughs> <laughs> Poor Timmy, <laughs> poor Timmy. Um, you you talked about the premium care warranty, um, four years. Is that cost extra? Sorry, it's included in the phone. So yeah, uh, sometimes there's confusion around that. There's no extra payment to require. Just buying the phone, it comes with that four year premium care warranty. Yeah, that, normally like with an Apple Care for example, you have to pay for that, and that's just to add another year of your warranty. Yeah, this is four years included with already low cost phone. You talked about sustainability, Sharad. Uh, what about the materials that are going into this? Right, so um, we got tons of feedback for our first phone and where people would, would like to use, uh, see replaceable battery and um, uh, components wise as well, what kind of components are used. So with TerraCube 2E, uh, we have replaceable battery, of course, as we have talked about. It's made of 25% recycled plastics. We are including a case which is fully biodegradable. So once you're done, you can just throw in a commercial composting facility and you're done. It's very protective of the phone as well. So it'll protect from dings and drops and all that. So that's included in the box. Um, and uh, while we are talking about sustainability, the packaging, so we have reduced the packaging for TerraCube 2E by 50% as compared to a traditional smartphone. So it does not come with any accessories that usually people have. Uh, USB-C chargers, earphones, so it does not come with those. Uh, but it comes with something that everyone needs, which is a case. So it comes with a case, but does not come with accessories. People can order them if they want. We're uh, talking with our good friend, Sharad Mattel. He is the CEO of TerraCube. Uh, they're launching a new phone called the TerraCube 2E to address some of the uh, sustainability issues uh, that uh, I think most smartphones have. Where can people find out more information about it, Sharad? Uh, uh, people can visit our website, myterracube.com. Uh, and right now, as we said, Terracube 2E is available for pre-order on Indiegogo. The links are on our website as well, myterracube.com. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Pleasure. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, we're opening, opening up the App Show mailbag. We're taking your questions and answering them. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike and John here. It's time to open up the viewer mailbag, or listener mailbag, I should say. We're going to answer some of uh, the questions that we get into the website at getconnectedmedia.com. We'll start uh, with uh, Greta first. She writes in, what is the best device to bring on my trip to Denmark instead of a laptop? I need a keyboard. Is an iPad the best way to connect when traveling? It's a great question. Uh, I got to be honest, uh, you know, unless you're doing like massive spreadsheets and things like that, which you can still do on an iPad, uh, I would get an iPad instead of a laptop. Or just a tablet. Yeah. Uh, she does mention she's a senior and she doesn't have a lot of money. So it doesn't have to be an iPad. iPad's probably on the high end of the scale. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of inexpensive options out there. Um, it just depends on what you're actually doing with it. If you just want to browse the internet and maybe watch some movies or stream Netflix, that kind of thing, almost any tablet will do. Yeah. Uh, so 
there's iPads, which are on the Apple side. Then there are Android tablets, and there are literally dozens, if not hundreds, of manufacturers of uh, those. Uh, Huawei, Samsung make great tablets. You can pick those up for a few hundred dollars and get a Bluetooth keyboard, a wireless keyboard, that uh, if you wanted to do some typing. You just want to make sure that you get a case. Uh, either the keyboard um, is kind of a case keyboard that allows the, the tablet to stand up. Uh, or you get a separate case where you can have like a stand or something on the tablet so that if you are typing stuff, you can do that. Uh, I do love the iPad if you got the money. Uh, the latest generation one, uh, I think, is about 429 But then you'd want to get their Apple Smart Keyboard. It'll bring you up to around the $600 mark there. Yes. But yeah. it's it's gorgeous, and it's just smooth and works, and f- it's it's fast. It's like faster than you know most of the laptops out there. And the nice thing is it's so portable. That's the nice thing about the tablets, right? Because uh, they're much thinner. um, And just depending on what type of keyboard you get as well, uh, the Apple keyboard is like super thin. It's just easier for traveling and carrying around. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move on to the next uh, question. Uh, This is from Nick. And he says, I got a Roku TV last Christmas and I was excited. I thought it was a smart TV, which it is not. I really want to be able to open a browser and get on the internet. Uh, because I already have TV on my an internet on my laptop, and I want to be able to watch it on my Roku, but I can't. Not totally understanding what's going on here, but let's just try to <laughs> to break this down. So, a smart TV is a TV that either has a smart capability built in, or you add an extra box or stick to it that gives you that capability. And by smart capability, we're talking about things like. Uh, apps that are built into the device itself so you can do streaming of Netflix that kind of thing without having to use any kind of external device and if it's a Roku TV it is a smart TV it just may not have the app that you're particularly looking for it sounds like Nick wants to be able to surf the internet on his TV which I don't know why you would do that if you have a laptop yeah uh, I know some smart TVs might have a browser like I think some of the LG TVs I've seen, they've got a, an internet browser in there, but it is super clunky. It is a pain in the butt to do anything with it unless you have some sort of wireless keyboard, which is another headache yes. trying to get that all set up. So uh, if you want just to see the internet on a big screen, you could do that from your laptop and what's called cast it to the TV. And you know, there's a couple ways to do that. If uh, you know you're in the Apple universe, you could get an Apple TV, and you know, with your MacBook or iPad, you could throw whatever you have on that up onto the TV. That's AirPlay. AirPlay. And on the Android side, you could get a, a Google Chromecast. This is a little dongle that you plug into the back of the TV, and allows you to basically project anything that you've got on your Windows laptop up to it. Yes, or a Mac laptop. Or Mac laptop. Yeah. Yes. The nice thing is with it, you're using the Chrome browser, anything that you can see in the browser can be cast to the screen very easily uh, with the Chromecast. Um, and I think even the uh, Amazon Fire TV sticks, which are in the same kind of price range, they have a similar functionality as well. I hope that answers your question. I was a little confused, but <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh I'm a senior who is starting to get dementia. I have looked into GPS smartwatches and there are several on Amazon. The issue is that they need a plan with a 2G or a 3G SIM card. None of the phone companies offers anything like these for these watches. Am I missing something? Yes. Don't ask for a smartwatch plan. 
Because they won't know what you're talking about. Yes, because they'll think Apple Watch, and Apple Watch uses something called an eSIM, which isn't actually a physical SIM card. It's an electronic SIM card. And what you want to do is just get a regular SIM card. You can say it's a tablet plan uh, that for a non-Apple device, then you'll actually get a physical SIM card. And then you should be able to put that in your watch. And, and a lot of times, it's just simply a matter of adding another line to your existing plan, and you can make it a data-only plan. Yeah, so there are some Android watches out there that have cellular capability, cellular data capability. Yeah. And you have one. I do, yeah. Yeah, have you ever tried that? No, no. <laughs> I I got it in Shanghai, and it was a very inexpensive Android watch. Yeah. Um, not the highest of qualities. Yeah. And it does have a SIM slot. Like it's one of the little nano sims, the tiny ones. Yes. Yeah. 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 But that'd be kind of cool because then you'd have data capability on it. You could track it. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Like from another device, like a computer or a phone. Yeah. I I don't need to do that, but it sounds like our 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 listener does. Yeah. Uh, so again, just get a sim card with a data plan on it. Just say that it's for a tablet. Yeah. And that'll that'll work. Yep. I've I've got the the new Apple Watch myself, and it has cellular capability. And I had that on my previous one, and I always thought it was cool, but I never ended up using it. No, but in this case, if you got the, uh, an Apple Watch with cellular for a family member, yeah, you would be able to use Find My Find My Device app, yeah, to see where they are. I'm also wondering if maybe this is overthinking the solution too, because there's even like a lot of like kids trackers and pet trackers that do the kind of the same thing it sounds like they just want to be able to keep tabs on where this person is yeah um, and telus actually has a solution they do for seniors that's right yeah yeah with a monthly plan that might be something yeah because it, it the plan includes the hardware if i, if I recall. yeah and uh, depending which one you get it also has things like fall detection in that mm-hmm. which you know i think for seniors uh would be something that you'd want to have a look at yep i would yeah, so let's under let's just go to the Telus website and under Telus Health, I think it's there. Okay, uh, we're going to have to take another break. You are listening to the App Show. Don't forget to hit our website, getconnectedmedia.com. We've got all sorts of great uh, audio and video podcasts up there, how-to videos, everything tech and uh, app related. It's awesome. Plus, our contest, giving away a Google Pixel 4 XL. And all you have to do is go to the newsletter tab, hit subscribe, and you are entered to win. And the nice thing is, you just have to do this once. You're entered to in, win in all of our contests going forward. And we're giving away thousands in prizes. You're listening to the App Show. We'll be back shortly after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike and John here. Just a bit of time left. Uh, John, I think we've all gotten used to doing uh, video calls now. Uh, Zoom, I think, is probably one of the big predominant ones out there. And I got to say, I like it. It's simple. And I think that's why they became so popular because of the simplicity and how easy it was to get other people into your calls. But I'm noticing a disturbing trend. <laughs> and I say disturbing because it's just a pain for me. More and more uh, places are using Microsoft Teams. And even in our company, we've switched over because we have the whole office suite already. So it's kind of free to use. And I freaking hate it. It just never works properly for me. I don't know if you've noticed this. You're not on many of them. Uh, yeah, I escaped that because we're on Zoom for the stuff that we do. But yeah. but yeah, that's why I have a Mac. Well, Microsoft Teams works on a Mac as well. <laughs> no, but I'm not a fan of the Microsoft ecosystem. Well, do you use Office? 
I use Google Documents. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm uh, hoping they get uh, that fixed up. But uh, yeah, I'd love to hear. You know, if you have uh, good experiences with it, I'd love to hear about it. Go to our website and uh, leave me a note. Get connectedmedia.com. Uh, I'm just. I'm struggling with it right now. Anyway, don't forget to hit our contest page, getconnectedmedia.com, the newsletter tab, all the instructions are there, giving away a Google Pixel 4 XL. Enter. There's like great odds. It's only like about 10,000 people in our database, so that's better odds than 649 or Lotto Max. For a free cell phone? Yeah. Yeah. And we're giving away thousands of dollars in prizes over the next year here. So once you've entered in, you're entered in to win all of them. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together, including John, my co-host and producer, and of course, Christina and Stephen as well. See you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.